The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage... All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's morning sickness. That one got me. That was gross, too. What's going on here? We haven't talked for a while, boys. It's disgusting in here right now. This is horrible. Horrible what's going on. These In between this live broadcast, there's a lot of filth in this room. I can't remember the last time I... I don't want to have lunch now. I know. <laughs> we, we're basically uh, appetite uh, suppressant, our conversation. Anyway, uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the entertaining news that only Brady knows. We call this the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Took a week off because I was out of town. Can't wait to get back there today. Going to go back. And I still have uh, uh, the video that they sent me of my... Uh, my attack when all those guys were attacking me, and I watched it a couple times just to get a little energy. It's a great place to get adrenalized and uh, feel good about yourself, get in great shape, and also learn some stuff. You can do their, uh, I, th- I think their seminars are all sold out now. They're a gun one and they're a lady one, but they're going to have tons more. You can go to their website, check out all the things they've got. Plus, they're doing that thing for older folks. Again, self defense isn't just for the, you know, wickedly healthy. You can have an old person wandering around there. I watched tons of that. When I was in Vegas walking around, man, oh, man, oh, man, do bad guys. If you wanted to be a bad guy for five minutes, sit in a Vegas casino and watch the victims roll by a little bit drunk, uh, you know, not really paying attention to anything except their phones. They got cash in hand, walking out of places with wads of money, and they're just dumb. (laughs) Victims abound. And it's shocking, actually, that it doesn't happen more often that there's just attacks and stuff because there's just dummies wandering all over. You learn how not to be a dummy. Victims are usually victimized because they present themselves as victims. They teach you how not to do that. On top of it all, how to protect yourself from somebody who might think you are a victim. You can beat the tar out of anybody. Mrs. Doubtfire was on yesterday. And there was a fun, I forgot the funny moment when he's walking across the street and the guy tries to steal a Mrs. Doubtfire's purse. And just starts, he just starts punching the dude in the face. And it's one of those moments where 
it's a great little life lesson. It's meant to be a joke, but you're saying, oh, spotted her as a victim and found out the hard way, not a victim. You never know who's under that dress. It might be a Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire type, and you can become the powerful version of Doubtfire if you go up to reactdefense.com. It's not, uh, you don't want to judge that book. That's for darn sure, because the guys I fight with are 20 times stronger and better than me. And looking at them, you'd never guess. They just look like everyday Joes. People you don't want to mess with. Sheepdogs. Not sheep. That's what they can turn you into. ReactDefense.com. It's in Phoenix. It's in Glendale. It's in Chandler. And it's ready for you. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady. Entertain me. Sam Neill was diagnosed with stage 3 blood cancer last year. Ugh. But after undergoing uh, treatment, he's been in remission for eight months. So he's out and alive and kicking and he's uh, interviewing, doing interviews right now because he's got a memoir coming out. Good. Called Did I Ever Tell You This? He wrote it while undergoing treatment comes out tomorrow stage three that's one i might get help with you give me that stage four and i'm not really gonna yeah again i'm not done yeah i'm done with bread on that one i think i might just sit back and watch the sunset <laughs> we did have a celebrity death lance reddick what do I know? oh from wait. the wire he's the oh, yeah. tall slender black yeah. guy actor well it's the wire he was ripped yeah I he was also about. in john wick he's young 60. Oh, it looks good. Black don't crack. <laughs> I would have guessed 40s, but I guess I haven't seen him since The Wire. Let's He's see, the concierge in, 40s, so. in all the John Wick movies. Oh, that same guy? Yep. Oh, okay. He was in another, uh, he was a character in another one of your favorite movies, uh, Percy Jackson in the Olympians. Oh, love that. The one. Olympians. You know how that's on a loop at my house, you know. <laughs> the smartest villains in movie history? Smartest villains. Yeah. it's hmm. a lot of them. Well, Darth According Vader's to MovieWeb.com. Are we going in that direction? or um, We're just keeping it. Vader wasn't in the top eight, but I'm sure he's in the... All I have is the top eight. What Darth Vader was was a good financier because that guy could get people to donate. Like, he got investors involved after the first Death Star explosion, and they nearly built a second one in, like, no time. So he was like Don LaPree of the, uh, the <laughs> 70s or what? The dude had a way he, with words to get money. Tiny classified ads? He did. He, he could get it done, but he was so obsessed. That's yeah. what he did, was, he focused took too away much. the uh, yeah. yeah. He's a workaholic is the yeah. problem. It got in the way. Number eight, Hannibal Lecter. He wasn't the villain in that movie. They're putting him under. I know. He was, he was a villain in another part of his life, but not in that movie. Amy, uh, yeah, Amy Elliott Dune from Gone Girl is number seven. Thanos from the Marvel. Amy, oh, from Gone Universe. Girl with Ben Affleck and that blonde lady? Yeah. Is that Gone Girl? No. Was that the one where she staged her disappearance? Kind of like the Scott Peterson thing? And then she comes back? I think so. Oh, that movie is horrible. The Joker, number five. There's Batman. a good one. Uh, Anton. Anton uh, oh, Sugar. Anton Sugar. <laughs> he is yeah. He's number four. Number three, Lord Voldemort from uh, Harry Potter. Number two. Wizards don't count. Hans Gruber. Die Hard. And Was num- he, though? Because it's hard to have a villain and then have his entire plan get foiled by one guy. I guess that makes him kind of dumb. They're saying a hostage situation on Christmas is something only the smartest villain in the room could think of. Um... The number one was John Jigsaw Kramer from the Saw movies. Oh, yeah. Serial killer who has zero zero kills 
and no blood on his hands. Yeah, makes everybody kill themselves. Some elaborate setups, though. A lot of uh, landlords wondering why you need this space. I would like to place a couple of saws in the center of the room. Would that be okay? Yeah, whatever you need to do, just keep the, the checks coming. What's going on with this guy? Where, where is your, who's your last landlord? You paying chief? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll allow it. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. We got it. I'd like to take a look at a couple of the areas. Would you like to play a game? The highest grossing comedies of all time in the U.S. I think the Hangover's Top still five. up there, isn't it? Hangover Part 2 is number five. Part 2? Yep. Well, Hangover. The original Hangover is number four. Yeah. Two hundred seventy-seven point three million. Animal House. Number three. No way. Meet the Fockers. Oh. Ugh. Number two. Home Alone. Yeah, that thing's a beast. Two hundred eighty-five point eight million. Number one. Maybe that's a good guess. I don't know. Minions: The Rise of Gru. Uh, is that a comedy? It's a three hundred sixty-nine point seven million. Uh, it's like a light-hearted kids comedy. Your Mrs. Doubtfire is number nine. Is it really? Yeah. $219 million. Still it, a funny movie. It's still funny. Yeah, it held up. It I does. watched a little bit of it yesterday, and I'm like, this is still funny. Ted was number 10. Bruce Almighty. Ugh, that's just such a bad movie. Your Ghostbusters mentioned number seven. Okay. All right. Beverly Hills Cop was number eight. I thought that would have been higher. Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah, I think it was a monster it when it came out, though. It was a movie. Because I think it would, they said it when it came out, it was like the highest R-rated movie ever. That's what Hangover like that. was. Yeah. Hangover and took then it, Yeah, then Hangover yeah. took over. But you think about what, you know, Beverly Hills Cop in 1984. It's $234 million. That's still a lot. Oh, it's gigantic. Yeah. I wonder if Beverly Hills Cop lost its money train when it made two, three, and four. Like Especially three. Yeah, you don't need to go back and see them because they're like, Ugh, all right, I'm done with Axel. I wonder if it would have been better if it was just by itself. Because there's no reason to watch Beverly Hills Cop. If you've seen the other ones, you're like, oh, it's The Hangover 3. I don't want to watch The Hangover anymore because I hate Alan now. After 2 and 3, I'm like, I can't stand these characters. Most of those sequel movies are that way. Yeah, it's like it'd be comics. better just drop it with the one, be yep. done. Like old school, still very funny because mm-hmm. those characters didn't get played out too far. Yeah, there's something about that. Because Hangover 3, if I, I don't even, it made me not like Zach Galifianakis anymore. Like if I see him, yeah, room, I'm done. Over, I don't like overcooked. The in that first series. one is so funny, and then you're like, "All right, he's just annoying now. I hope he dies. I hope they actually kill him off because it's <laughs> he's a disgusting person." Uh, we're done. That's it. Day one in the books. Back from break, uh, and that's it. Hopefully Toledo makes it home okay. He's going to be on the road in a little bit, so if you see a car spinning like a top, just let it go. That's Toledo trying to get to his house. Otherwise, we're all okay. Uh, Larry's got a used toolie too for sale. Oh yeah, he's going to need another thing to. You know how I know it's a bad trip? I got stuff tied to my car. (laughs) That's just when I know I've gone. I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. Just strap it to the car. That's when you fly there. How does it fly fly. off? Yeah, (laughs) you didn't strap it good. (laughs) It's not meant to have like. It should take a good spin. Yeah, if it's on there, G force. That's a bad thing when you've got well, G force threw that right off. Well, then you're not doing a good job. I just don't like to tie things to my car. And Brett's right. Just fly at yeah. that point. Or rent a U-Haul and stuff it in the back. Uh, Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite! 
Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.